Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Ooh, it's a spooky night here. The wind is blowing, the tree branches are scratching against the window. So it must be time for Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kovac, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsing with me all the way from the dark dungeon of her home, drinking her blood red wine, is the blonde bombshell herself, the lead investigator for East Bridgewater's Most Haunted and Carrigan. Well, good evening. Wow, what an intro. Uh, is it October? Yeah. Is it Halloween? Wow. Is it really? Wow. What's wow. up? I don't know. You, you, that was like a Halloween intro. Oh, good. Holy so, crap. How many more days to Halloween, by the way? Is that your favorite holiday? Oh, God. You know, I should know that. <laughs> I don't. I should know that, like, like on the tip of my tongue. Uh-huh, but uh-huh, uh-huh. Someone will post it for me. Yeah, Someone in chat, tell us how many days till Halloween, because now I have to know. That's right. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles, of course, right here on Tojinet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and beyond. You can join us live in the Tojinet chat room. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. Uh, or you can join us, join us in the Pararex chat room as well. So there you go. Anyways, uh, we are back from uh, a, uh, a an event, I guess, we did up at some mm-hmm. crazy mansion. Yes. What would you think of that place? The that Benford, place was awesome. Benford Hall. Benford Hall. Benford Hall. And, you know, if you guys can get there, and I know it's it's like the other side of the state of Massachusetts. So For me, it maybe. is. Yeah. Uh, me, too. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's fabulous. You. In Lenox, um, I mean, probably some of our New York friends, you know, maybe a little bit closer to it than we are. Oh, probably um, a lot closer than we are. Oh, man, what a place. It's like if anybody out there has been to the Newport mansions in Rhode Island, it's not quite that scale because it was, you know, a summer place. I've been told 177. Nice, nice. Well, John told us in, in TogiNet chat that it's 177 days. All right, what days. time did he come in? 1903, this one here. Oh, they don't have the time on it. Oh, well. Oh, then John wins. <laughs> I don't think so. I announced it. I picked the winner. <laughs> Whatever. Yes, the new point right. Thank you, everyone who looked. But, so this is like, like, um, like the summer cottage to the Newport Mansion. And it's just, it's fabulous and uh, makes me wish I was uh, a wealthy Victorian lady. <laughs> well, you were in your past life, right? I have a feeling I was. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> the hats, they call to me, the hats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. You were probably one of those trollops on Bourbon Street. Oh, that's not yeah. nice. Bourbon Street, yeah, one of those. No. Oh, you're wow, miserable. Girls. Yeah. Yeah, well, you better be quiet. 
You better be quiet. That's all I have to say to you. Okay. So anyway, yeah. speaking of haunted mansions, well, we by the way, back to that haunted mansion. Next week's show, we will be doing on that haunted mansion, correct? Yes. Yes. That'll, Next that'll week, our up. our yep, our live usually our live broadcast is tonight from East Bridgewater Community Television, and I hope nobody got messed up on that, and we're sorry. We had to move the date because we had a scheduling conflict, mm-hmm. and um, so it's next Wednesday, the 14th, um, our live show, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about Frenford Hall, and we have some little, little things we're working on, little surprises. Yeah, little I have a good surprise for you, Ron. I don't name it after me. <laughs> what? Never mind. <laughs> we'll let okay. That one slide. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Uh, no, I finished. Me? I I finished editing something tonight. Oh. And you're gonna like it when you see it. So that's all I have to say. I like everything you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, suddenly get, you like everything I do. Okay. Does that get, does that get me out of trouble? No. <laughs> no. I you mean, are never you know. out of trouble with me, my friend. <laughs> there you go. Anyways, uh, so that will be next week. We'll be the, the live broadcast. And more and more towns are picking up the show, which is great. And if your yes. town is interested, uh, is there a way that towns can pick up the, the show and, and play it on their local uh, access Well, Well, if, if your town has a public access station, mm-hmm. uh, in the state of Massachusetts at least, um, you can go on uh, the Mass Access um uh my my mass tv and and uh we have uploaded our shows there so if you're a public access station in massachusetts and they're a member of mass access they can download that show for free okay so, so and, if, and play if, it. if you're having problems just uh message in on uh, ghost chronicles next generation page and she'll give you all the pertinent information yes absolutely yeah. absolutely but we're always happy to send out dvds as well oh there you go and yes. also, uh, you can watch them on demand from the East Bridgewater site as well. So if you yep. personally want to watch it, then you can see it there as well. Video so anyways, on demand. We do have a guest on the line, and uh, this is uh, someone who you and I both know, and we, we had the, the great opportunity to meet him in this haunted uh, Farnham Mansion in Oneida, New York. <laughs> So he is uh, Brian Gray. Brian, you there? Yes, I am. Good, uh, good evening, Ron. Good evening, Oh, Anne. great hey, to see Brian. you again. Yeah, wow. Oh, my God. It's been so long. When, when did we go? Two summers ago? Has I think? Yes, it was. Was yeah. it really, Brian? Yeah. Wow. Yep. It seems like just yesterday. And, and I know it. We had such a good time. We did. Ian and I just had a great, great time there, and uh, you know, it was uh, it was really a unique place. And uh, as it as it changed, I know you no longer have it as a B and B, but has the the appearance of the inside changed at all? Um, mm-hmm. it's a small house to begin with, but I know it's a, heck of a lot bigger now. Yeah, and, and could... you still have the uh, Dark Shadows theme going through it. Uh, we still have some of the dark shadows uh, things up, like when you yeah. come in the front door, Barnabas is still Barnabas there to greet Collins. you. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, we wouldn't want him to leave. <laughs> and, 
and I have to admit, I, I saw the the new. Uh, you know, I loved Johnny Death. I mean, if I was gay, I would be <laughs> marrying Johnny Death. I'm just sorry. I just, you know, I have a man crush on him. What can I tell you? So, oh anyway, man, Ron. Wow. I, I, I can't help. It. I mean, I I really love all the work he does. But honest to God, that movie was horrendous. What do you think of it, Brian? <laughs> Um, I actually forced myself to watch it about a month ago, uh-huh. and um, I prefer not to comment on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, huh? That's, yeah. Well, you know, you can't. There's some things you can't mess with. You know, you can't. And in one of, now I know uh, your wife Jerry and I both love uh, the haunting. It's like you know, kind of obsessed with it. And uh, that was just, no, that didn't fly as a remake either. (laughs) No, that remake uh, was pretty bad as well. Yeah. Now, you can't touch the original. So we already have a question from you in the chat room, uh, uh, Brian, and that's from John. You want to take that? uh, What's your name? Oh, what's your name? Um, uh, John in the chat room has wondered what happened to the bed and breakfast. Uh, we just um, we decided to close it down because um, operating expenses became mm-hmm. much more than income coming in. So there's right. really no points all around that casino. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh wow. Anyway, so um, Brian, you you uh, you still doing stuff there in the place despite. Being no longer B and B is still haunted as well, isn't it? Oh yes, it, it's still quite haunted. Uh, <laughs> we still do paranormal investigations, um, overnight ones for anybody interested. Uh, just you know, ones on for one night only. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And we still have our public events, but everything's going to be on hold for a while because. Uh, later this month, I go in for a hip replacement that's surgery, right. so that's gonna, oh, yeah. everything's going to be on hold until I'm fully recovered. Mm. You become a million million dollar man, so there you go. <laughs> and and uh, if if people wanted to find out more information about uh, you know your public attention, they okay. could put a like on the page, and it's we uh, we announce all our invest all our public investigations on. On the page, uh, or they could send an email to uh, the Farnham Mansion at hotmail.com. Okay, there you go. Okay, and I'm just going to put all that on our page. You are so efficient. Oh, you know, for a blonde, you're amazing. Oh, boy, now you're going to die. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I thought that be nice was not a now. compliment. Did I mess that mm-hmm. up? I'm sorry. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, we had you on the show a while back, or quite a while back, and and you talked a little bit about how you got the mansion and so forth. So, just for those who are just tuning in for the first time and, and not aware of that show, could you give us a a brief synopsis of, of how you ended up with the mansion, and then we'll go from there and we'll we'll start talking about some of the hauntings that are going on there. Sure. Uh, about four. It'll be four years. Actually, it's four years last month. 
Um, Jerry ended up uh, deciding she was kind of tired of all the snow down around Jamestown because we averaged about, oh, 10 feet of snow every winter. So Oh, God. <laughs> we were getting hit with double lake effect snow there every year. Oh, wow. Uh, so one day she was doing a little house hunting on um, Realtor.com and came across this lovely old mansion and said, do you want to go for a ride? And four hours later, we were down in Oneida. And um, when we went to the real estate agent, they brought us over to the house. And as soon as both of us walked in the side door, it was like the house just said, welcome home. What took you so long to get here? Oh, Oh, nice. And so you put a bid in it, and I assume you purchased it, and you moved in, and... What happened? Oh, by the end of that day that we came here, Jerry was the owner. Uh, actually, the uh, former owner, Jerry, had asked him, "Is the, do you have ghosts? And he came right out and admitted that that there were spirits in this house. Really? And that, that was one of the final closing points that grabbed her and said, okay, the house is mine. I want it. Really? <laughs> You know that seems to be a trend. I mean, there was this old rundown Victorian that they just put on sale, on on sale, and it, and it wasn't selling at all. But then they came out and said it was haunted, and then it was a bidding war, and it just sold like if within a week, which was pretty amazing. So I mean, haunted places seem to be uh, in now. So that's a little pun. And get it? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Thanks. Very little. <laughs> so, anyways, back. So. You knew it was haunted, so you move in, and did it take long for you to realize that it really was haunted? Oh, let's see. I think it took about uh, a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were worse. sitting at the computer um, after a long day's day of work and just relaxing, and we started hearing footsteps in the room right above us. Hmm. And no. we looked at each other, and we go, okay, you're down here, I'm down here, it's <laughs> up there. Did you check it out? Oh, yeah, we went upstairs to check it out, and there there was nobody up there. Well, physically, yeah. there was nobody up there. So. <laughs> so there you go, your first, almost first day or whatever it was, then you knew that stuff would happen. So then you started, uh, you, you turned it into a... Um, a uh, a B and B with a uh, Doc Shadows theme, which was very very cool, by the way. Uh, and when Ann and I stayed there, it, it, was a, it was simply amazing. And, and I have to admit, I still have right at my desk here. I have the little coffin that you gave us. Remember that, Ann? I know. I mine's on my bureau. It has my jewelry in it. Uh, <laughs> it's awesome. It was a little wooden coffin, and it had like M and M's in it, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, those were gone oh, by the time yeah. I left, believe me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that it was such an amazing place. And and you've had it investigated by several paranormal groups as well, correct? Yes, we have. And would you like to share some of the results with us? Um. Yeah, sure. Actually, just last weekend we had a, um, a new group, uh, uh, Rome Investigators of the Paranormal, R.I.P. They were in on the yeah. weekend. 
because uh, activity level has been amazingly high for the last three weeks here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a friend that's staying with us, and she seems to be like a a magnet for the spirits in this house, and, and they just they're just loving having her up on the second floor with them. It's like a party almost. Every- she was getting out of the jacuzzi and she fell. Oh, uh, Anne knows about and- that. Shut up, Ron. I didn't fall. Come on. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Uh-huh. Sorry, Jerry. I'm Brian. <laughs> okay, I bet. I just got told that almost every time I start talking, the audio just cuts out. Uh-oh. Really? Well, it doesn't matter yeah. because it, it's it's recorded anyway, and you're you're recording very good. So the uh, as far as that is, uh, even if it's not going out uh, live, oh, well, we having nobody saying anything in either of the chat rooms. So, um, but it's also the podcast will be crystal clear. So because we're hearing you fine, and that's not a problem on the site. So. Oh, okay. Carry on. Anyways, um, where was I? Oh, she was getting out of the jacuzzi and she fell backwards, and mm. um, she, her knee had given out on her, mm-hmm. and she crawled out of the jacuzzi and she oh. started calling for Jerry or myself, mm-hmm. and she heard these footsteps and she thought it was uh, Jerry because she thought that one of us had heard her fall. So she thought Jerry came running up to see uh, see what was wrong. And she realized it wasn't Jerry. And then she started talking to herself. And she goes, oh, no, my doors are shut. They aren't going to hear me. Well, just after she said that, the jacuzzi room door opened. Ah! And then her bedroom door opened. Oh, my God. And then she heard footsteps running down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that was the room you were staying in, Ron. I was just going to ask that. Just going to oh, ask yeah, the room that you were staying in. This is where all this crazy stuff has been going on. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you know, you know, I, I I did see an apparition in that room, right? Yeah, actually, two more have been seen in there. So, <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be downstairs. I hear Ron bellowing, and it was just like home. No, <laughs> but yes, they liked you. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so that room seems to have uh, an activity. Do you know what the uh, whose room that was in the original mansion? Uh, I, I imagine it would be difficult to find out. Uh, as far as we can figure out, if you take out the washroom and the. Uh, and and the jacuzzi room in there, it was mm-hmm. actually probably the biggest room in the house. So I'm guessing it was the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And That's if it good. was the master bedroom, we know of at least three people that died in that room. So. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> there you, there's your apparition. <laughs> Yeah, I I remember uh, one time I, I I forget we were we went out somewhere or whatever and then I came back and I I lay down in the bed and, and of course when anytime I lay down I usually go out a little bit uh, <laughs> and I opened my eyes and there right at the foot of the bed was a, a dark figure just standing there and uh, I looked at it and it just dissipated. Hmm. Now who who. So who is it that they think Brian 
um, that you think is haunting the end? Oh, there's probably, from what we've been able to figure out, there's probably about five different people. Mm-hmm. Um, we we are almost positive one of the spirits in this house is the uh, son of the original owners, Fred Farnham. Mm-hmm. He uh, he died in the mansion at 32 years of age. Uh, let me see. Another one we believe is here is uh, Mr. Stephen Farnham himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. We got a name up in the attic last weekend, Sarah, which is uh, Mr. Farnham's sister who uh-huh. lived in the house for 10 years um, after his first wife died. And um, she died in the house as well. Uh, we know Dr. Crockett is down in the basement. Oh, I forgot about the basement. Yeah, that's where Jerry got that picture of that uh, apparition by uh, uh, Karen when she was doing the dowsing. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have a coffin down there now. But do you really? Nice, <laughs> nice. And we were actually picking up EMF readings off of it. Oh, my really? God. Uh, it's, it, it's sitting it's sitting down on the floor, so there's no electrical wires or anything near it. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were getting EMF from all around the coffin and inside of it. Oh, wow. So, so is it a real coffin? Gently used <laughs> coffin. <laughs> okay. It, it was used to transport somebody, uh, an American citizen from, I believe it was Russia, over okay. to the United States. And then he was placed in another coffin. Oh, wow. It is gently used. <laughs> I was really hoping that, you know, they just didn't dump somebody out of it. <laughs> okay, you're all done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think Brian would do that, would you, Brian? No, no, I wouldn't do that. Jerry might, but I wouldn't. Do that. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. You know, the, the Canadians do things differently than we do, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> But anyways, I think we have a question in the uh, chat room as well, Ian. You want to yes, we have, um, we have a question from Stephen Scott, and he would like to know if there has ever been a period of increased activity, and was it significant with regard to known dates or events or something happening at the time? Oh, the anniversary haunting. Yeah. Oh, cool. Of course. <laughs> When I realized that it was going to be Friday the 13th, I couldn't turn down not having an investigation to the public. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So things were going along pretty good. There was a lot of activity. And then around 10 o'clock our time, things just started going crazy. Meters were just going off like like fireworks. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just looked at the people and I asked them, what time is it? And they told me it was 10 o'clock, and I started thinking, hmm, mm-hmm. 1890s, they didn't have daylight savings time. Mm-hmm. So it would have been 9 o'clock their time. And according to the news mm-hmm. article that I had read about uh, Fred's death, he had died at mm-hmm. 9 o'clock at night. Oh, wow. oh. So speaking about 9 o'clock, anyway, <laughs> you know, hang on, you going to hang on with this, Brian? 
Sure, if you want me to. Yeah, absolutely, and we'll finish that story in a second. But uh, anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation right here on Touchinet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and beyond, and we'll be right back after the following messages. Can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. What a talking at. Radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and our special guest, Brian Gray from the Haunted Farnham Mansion. So there you Hello. go. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I guess there was a little bit of a uh, problem with the sound cut. Now, but as I mentioned before, not to worry, because this will be all in the podcast. It's coming in perfectly clear as far as recording it. So that is a good thing, but we're trying to solve the problem. So anyways, uh, we're speaking with Brian Gray from the Fauna Mansion of Oneida, New York. And uh, he was just telling us about the uh, what happened on the anniversary date of uh, the doctor's death. Was that correct, uh, Brian? No, it was actually the uh, son of the original owner. Oh, his so death close. anniversary date. <laughs> I was so close. Not really. <laughs> card of who all the spirits are here. That's right. <laughs> Have you ever you ever felt in danger there at all? In danger? Yeah, in danger. No. Some people, you know, are scared of ghosts. Like no. Richard Felix. <laughs> Not at all. Our oh, spirits okay. here are so friendly. It's it's. It's it's kind of it's just like one big family, yeah. but there's no backstabbing. No, well, every every blood type is welcomed. That's right. 
Now, what were the circumstances of um, now the the other spirit you say is the doctor, Doctor Farnham? That well, that's Crockett. one of them, Doctor Crockett. Yeah, Doctor Crockett. So, do you know the circumstances of his death? Was of his death, yes. Yeah. Um, he had been down. He he had a laboratory in the basement. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was working in the lab late one night. <laughs> <laughs> and I was doing some work in his lab. His wife was with him. She uh, she helped him out every once in a while. He was a amateur botanist. So just so people know, he he wasn't a mad scientist creating monsters in the basement, which mm-hmm. would be much better than plants. But yeah. Anyways, he he died of a he suddenly had a massive heart attack and died in the basement. Oh, okay. Well, that would explain why we had uh, quite a bit of activity down there. Right. Yep. Now, so you you have many paranormal groups come in, and are there times when you uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When, when they come up with different results than other groups have coming in, how do you handle that when you, when that, that does happen? Um, or if it happens, uh, just the amount of activity they've gotten. That's the only thing that's been different. Most of them, actually, all of them that have come in have had some kind of paranormal activity happen when they're here. Oh, cool. Very cool. We did find a new trigger uh, object for the spirits in this house, though, over the past couple weeks. Oh, what is that? Absinthe. Absinthe. Oh, absinthe. Uh, Yes, okay. A a bottle of absinthe really brings a couple of them to life. Really? Well, you know, I say absinthe makes the heart grow fonder. So, uh, how did you use the absent as uh, as a trigger object? Well, we were upstairs a couple of weeks ago just doing a private little investigation with our friend, and we we had just finished off a EVP session in the one room, mm-hmm. and I mentioned that uh, I have my ovulus with me, the one that prints out the words. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, we're all going to go downstairs and have some absinthe now. And as soon as I finish my sentence, what comes up on the screen? The word, great. Must have been in. So we came downstairs and sat in the front room where we do the seances all the time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And we we had the mel meter going, and the one chair, it, it had incredibly high EMF readings coming off of it. Really? So we sat down around the table, and uh, we were talking and, ch- you know, watching the meter, and it was going up high, real high, and come down a bit, go up. And then Jerry goes, um, do you want a glass of absinthe? If you do, can you make the meter go up? Next thing you know, the meter's going up four, four and a half, five, six. <laughs> and she goes, and then would you like a nice Cuban cigar with it? As soon as she said Cuban cigar the meter went down to zero. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. And they're like, her and her friend, and our friend uh, Jimmy, they're like, no, 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 come back, come back. We'll get you some absinthe. We'll get you some absinthe. And next thing you know, the meter starts going right back up again. <laughs> so Jerry went out and got the bottle of absinthe, 
brought it out with a glass and set it on the table and we asked uh, whatever we asked the spirits like if you want a glass of absinthe can you take it up to this certain number on the meter well they took it up and they held it there wow and then the bottle hadn't been opened yet so they were they were getting a little cranky because the bottle hadn't been open so yeah, the yeah, meter starts yeah, dropping yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. so oh you starts, your life. Yeah, the meter starts dropping down, and Jimmy pulls the cork out of the bottle of absinthe, and then the meter went right back up to where he was supposed to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's really interesting. Now, did you drink the absinthe at all? Uh, Jimmy ended up having a glass of absinthe after with them, yeah. Wow. Uh, that is something I have to say I have never tried. We had some questions in the chat room about people want to know what absinthe is. And I know that it's it's green. It's it's a liqueur, and um, that's what it was popular in the Victorian. Yes, it era? was very popular in the Victorian era. Mhm. And it, oh, it yeah. actually mm -hmm. uh, kind of buggered up their brains because of the um, I think it was dogwood was in it. Mhm. Mm uh. And it mm -hmm. kind of made them hallucinate things, and it actually made a few people go crazy. Yeah. I had heard that. Now, didn't they say Edgar Allan Poe? That was his his yes. favorite drink. Yes, that was his favorite drink, and probably inspired a lot of his his. Uh, really? Writing. Now I understand that Edgar Allan Poe doesn't drink at all. He couldn't drink because he had a condition. Really? Yeah. yeah too much absence. Oh. Nah. <laughs> Maybe he should have been. Never mind. I I don't know. I had I had read that somewhere um, years and years ago because until. You know, recently. Mm -hmm. um, but what, yeah, what they used to put in it made people nutty. Yeah, it yeah. was wormwood, not dogwood. I'm sorry. I've been oh, corrected right. here. Okay, I see that. I mean, Jerry's, Jerry's in the chat room. <laughs> Hi, Jerry. Yuck. Yuck. Yeah, it sounds rather terrible to me. Um, but I guess they liked it. Now, and Stephen Scott said, uh, didn't Van Gogh cut off his ear on absinthe? He was uh, thought he had read that. Okay. So. Probably read it on the internet. You know, of course, everything you read on the internet is true. So there you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, another thing that uh, you, you guys shared with us while we were there it was cemetery trip, and I noticed that you still have so many photographs from various cemeteries that you guys visited. So I assume you're still doing this. Oh yes, yeah, we still go out and do it. Um, I can't get out of the van and do it as much as Jerry, but I try my hardest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the gr grounds are un uneven and so forth and everything mm -hmm. else. You know what's what's interesting, uh, Brian, is that we had a guest on the show. I can't remember who it was, but they were talking about the cemetery you took us to, which is the one in Syracuse, was it? Syracuse. Uh, what was it called? Elm, Elm, uh, Oak Oakwood. Oakwood, Oakwood, Oakwood. Mm -hmm. and they were talking all about that the chapel. Do you remember that, Ann? Yes. Now I, and now I can't remember what guest it was. Uh -huh. like and me. I, but I was like, oh my god, yeah, we were there. Yeah. Um, oh, damn, who was that? That's okay. 
but uh, they were saying that there was a lot of activity in from the the, the uh, chapel and so forth, and uh, so I mean that was kind of a, a cool place. And, and they actually said a lot about that cemetery that there was a lot of activity. Now you've been there several times, right, right, Brian? You and Jerry? Um, yeah, I think we've been there three or four times. Yeah, and and you never sensed anything that was out of. Page uh... hmm. now to see who that was. Of course but you would. I know you would. <laughs> it's not leaping out at me. It's not leaping yeah, out at me. Yeah, that's okay. But don't worry about it. So, anyways, Jerry, uh, do you have any? You've been mentioned in several books too. In fact, I put a video piece uh, as a promo on the show from some British group, believe it or not. Uh, but I know that the the New York Spirit Chasers had included you in a book. Uh, is that correct? Um. I think you mean the New York Shadow Chasers? Yeah, same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did. And uh, Linda Lee Mackin in her uh, Ghost Hunting the Mohawk Valley uh-huh. were in that book where the uh, investigators did a little uh, write-up and then Linda Lee had asked Jerry to do a, a bigger write-up about the mansion in it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And now you mentioned that you still do tours and stuff. And what does a tour consist? If they're only interested in like the his- history of the house and the architecture and that, I give them a tour of the first and second floor, and sometimes I'll take them up into the attic. If they're interested in the paranormal aspect as well, then I take them through the whole house. <laughs> and they usually last, uh, the paranormal ones usually last... Uh, an hour to maybe an hour fifteen. Oh well. Mm-hmm. And, and those it. those have to be you have to uh, reserve in, in advance, correct? Yes. Yeah. Which is which is good. Um, so I found it. it. I found the person. Yeah. I had to share. <laughs> it was good. Lily Alley, who is uh, the happy medium. Oh yeah, Lily Alley, right? She has a she yes. has a uh, show on Pyrex, I believe. Yes, and uh, she was the one that we talked about with Oakwood Cemetery. Okay, continue. Oh, yeah, thanks. I knew that would bug the heck out of you. Yes, it did. And uh, John mentioned that if if anybody still wants to mention it, uh, still wants to see it, we we do have still have the video that we made there uh, at the mansion um, with the uh, uh, well. Yeah, if you want to see the video, you can go to the TojiNet page, our page, and it's on there. So, okay, that's all I'm saying. All right. Okay. So, anyways, um, what's I know that you're going to be um, taking some time off, and do you expect? I mean, does anybody ever ask you about clearing the the phantom to get rid of your ghost? Uh, no, nobody's ever mentioned it. And if they did, I would just hang up on them. <laughs> <laughs> so you like your ghosts anyways. <laughs> They're perfectly happy here. I mean, right. it's their house as well as ours. So you consider them like part of the family? It, they are. I mean, they were the original owners plus the owners after it. So in their minds, it's still their house. And in our minds, they're still part of this house and the family. So as long as they're perfectly happy and not upset about anything, that's fine with us. 
There you go. Do they do they like the changes that you've made to the place, for instance? I would venture a guess that they do because any of the tools that I've been using whenever I do anything never disappear on me. So that's true. <laughs> And and you do hold seances, so I imagine they do come true through during these seances and stuff. And they've always uh they've never complained about anything of that's happening at the mansion. Uh no no complaints whatsoever. Except go, for the lack ghost. of absinthe. <laughs> you don't have to be. You have to start stocking it. And make sure you have it on hand. You, you know, it'd be great to to put out a little jig of that at night and then leave it overnight and see what happens if it's still there in the morning. Maybe even put a camera on it. Wouldn't that be? <laughs> That's from my mind as usual. So, anyways, I think we're gonna let you go now, Brian. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? Um, well, I, I just thought of one thing that you might find interesting. Oh, um, I definitely, yeah, if you have anything that's cool, yeah, definitely. We had two of our spirits that were seen over Skype. What? Oh, my God. What? The, uh, the our friend, um, she, she does, um, she teaches classes and she does tarot card readings over Skype. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was doing. She was getting ready to uh, teach a class to this to one lady. Uh, she was on the other end, and the lady kept going to her. I thought this was a private class, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jimmy keep kept telling her it is, it is. And the lady kept saying, "No, there's a there's a tall gentleman standing right behind you." Oh my God! And wow. Jimmy would look over, and there, there there was nobody standing there. She couldn't see anybody. And the lady kept insisting, there's a tall gentleman, he's all dressed in gray, he's got a bow tie on, very dapper looking. Wow. That's amazing. So, And then they, she, nope. she moved the ca- her computer a bit and the camera moved, and at the other corner of the bed, there was a lady in white seen sitting on the bed. Oh, my hmm. God. Wow. So, so they could only see him through Skypes, but the person in the room could not. Exactly. Wow, that is cool. That is That's very inc- cool. That is incredible. Wow. Imagine if they had a video of that. That would be awesome. Yeah, right? And, and what room was this in? Uh, the room you stayed in. Uh, uh, Ron, you got the good room. No. <laughs> That's okay. I got an upgrade the second night, and I really liked my room. Yeah, the lady oh, yeah, in white right. was also seen uh, in the mirror in the uh, jacuzzi room as well. Oh uh, my God! Absolutely, that's a lot of <laughs> Oh, it was a, definitely a cool place. I think the the final mansion in Oneida, in New York, is one of the the coolest places I've ever stayed at. I mean, it, it was it was very comfortable staying there. There was good activity. The hosts were great, and uh, I just think it was awesome. Anyway, it 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 just was was good. Really good. I mean, I was, when I left there, I, I almost—it was almost a sadness, wasn't it? Ann? Oh, I know. I, I didn't want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, can't I stay? I, I like the jacuzzi room and this great cemeteries. I'll just stay here. There's ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I understand, uh, Brian, too, that uh, a, a couple of our friends also came to visit you, uh, Jackie Kent and. Um, Oh God! I just do a totally Rosie and who was the other one? The, uh, Mary and Sandra. 
Thank you very much, Sandra. There you Chase. go. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they, they speak very highly of you and, and the mansion. I just wanted to let you know that. Yeah, they're threatening to come back again this year in the <laughs> fall. <laughs> I know that Ann and I would love to come back. I know that for sure. Oh, well, definitely. you're welcome anytime. Oh, that's hmm. nice. That's Thank cool. you. I was trying to get my motorcycle friends. We were um, going down there last year. And I'm like, come on, is this really great? You know, haunted D and B. As soon as I said haunted, they're like, "Nope." Where are we going? Oh, we going? It's gonna be yep. Nope, not going there. I'm like, oh, oh, all you big macho motorcycle guys, right? <laughs> nope, they wouldn't do it. I'm like, yep, okay, fine. So, you know, anyways, I, we have to let you go, Brian, because we have a uh, beyond desire to play. So, uh, we want to thank you. Bye now. Bye bye. That was awesome, huh? Yeah, yeah. Good uh, to hear I, from him. I love that place. I really do. But mm-hmm. right now we have to play a Beyond Bizarre because I always get yelled at for cutting it off the show. Oh, so, okay. Uh, anyways, uh, we have a new, I think it's a new Beyond Bizarre from Mike. If looks could kill. Lou Telligan was a dapper young star who appeared in 26 silent films in the 1920s. His good looks brought him fame from Paris to New York, and he was rumored to be Sarah Barnhart's lover. But when he got cancer in the 1930s, his handsome features rapidly deteriorated. One day, as he stood in the mirror shaving, he was so overcome with horror at his new ugly face that he stabbed himself to death with a pair of gold scissors that had his name engraved on them. A terrifyingly frightening fact from Varla Ventura's Beyond Bazaar. Yeah. Wow, that was a quickie. Yeah, no kidding. I kicked them off and, uh, and then we, oh man. What was it, like 30 seconds? <laughs> 15, I think. Oh my God. Holy crap. Oh, sorry, Brian. Sorry, Brian. Oh, man. <laughs> That was <laughs> <laughs> Now, an interesting thing that I did want to bring up um, when we were at the Farnham Mansion is that he talked about the meters that, that were going off in the dining room um, area where they do the seances. Mm-hmm. And that same thing happened out of the blue to us. Remember? Right. And um, we were all actually, we had had the seance in that dining room area, we left all our meters, and there were like, I don't know how many of them, five, six, yeah, on the table. Of them, right. There was, yeah. there was the regular cell sensors that were K2 meters, and I think there was a, even a millimeter there. Yep. And um, so we all went off to the other room, kind of like to the, I, uh, I guess you could call it the parlor, and uh, we're doing some glass swirling. Mm-hmm. And at that time, it said, you know, I have a really powerful male presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you guys were kind of doing the glass whirling in there, and it was fast and furious, and I'm filming the meters going off. And then Leslie said, I, d- I don't know, we asked something, and everything kind of slowed down. And she said, he's gone now. And with that, the meters just went, Boop, all done, stopped. It went right off, right? It, I, I can't explain it. I mean... Mm-hmm. I've never, ever seen anything like that before. 
It was pretty crazy. Yeah, so that was our experience there. <laughs> well, there was many experiences. Like I said, I well, yeah. yeah, I saw the apparition at the end of my bed, which is is pretty amazing. And, well, and right. I, and the door in the jacuzzi room just kept opening on it. Sometimes the light was on as well. So uh, mm-hmm. there were a few things going on. And then, in fact, in the basement, when do you remember Cat? Cat came down from from Canada. Yes. And her husband, Raphael, is it? Yes. Yep. Yeah. He goes by Raph, so. Raph, and, and we were down by the, that, in that corner of the basement. And I wonder if that's where the, the doctor died. Ooh, Maybe. Interesting. And uh, Jerry took a picture, and you could actually see this, this other figure beside uh, Karen as she's doing dowsing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely a happening place to be. It was. It was a very cool place to be. It was a long drive, but it was definitely a, a cool place. And it, it looks cool from the outside, too. <laughs> decorated explicitly. Well, there's the doorbell, which means pizzas from the dead here, so we've got to wrap it up. That's right. So uh, we do want to mention that next week's show will be a live video show, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. Next Wednesday, the 14th. Live from East Bridgewater Community Television. Oh, are we going to tell them our guest? Sure, we can do that. And okay. I guess, do you want to tell them? <laughs> We're going to have Josh Mantello from the Berkshire Paranormal right. uh, on the show. He was also uh, also hosted the investigation that we went to last weekend at Benford Hall out in Lenox, Mass. That's right. So, we're going to have uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to have some video clips. We got surprise. Uh, you're going to get your surprise. Ooh, I like surprises. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You better be a little nicer to me. That's all I have to say. I, I wasn't nice. <laughs> That's probably as nice as I can be, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. I know. Uh, it's all you can, can muster up. <laughs> yeah, you know. I have that Anheuser disease, so what can I tell you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is next week's show. So, uh, Tune in to uh, uh, www.ebctv.org, or they'll also have the live stream on TogiNet. Right, and you, so. you can still listen to it uh, audibly as well. Uh, yes. I wonder if Power, PowerX could pick up the live speed at all. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, oh, that would be cool. And if you have questions about uh, having your town play the show, you can contact us uh, at, the, uh, at our Facebook page, which is Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. And is that correct? That is correct. Right, and you can pretend to like us, and there you go, right? That's right. That's so anyways, right. that's the tunes, which means we have to wrap it up. So, yeah, it's been a pleasure. And if I offended you in every way, uh, any way, I, I certainly meant it. So, um, yeah, I know. <laughs> I want to say good night and God bless to everyone. Good night, everybody, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go, 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 that go